KOKW calling. I'm on international frequency. Come in. Hello, fiends. This is Dave. And Hello. Don't judge me. Hello, this is Dave, and I'm here with my buddy. Heather. Yeah, she's here. She's not feeling too good. <laughs> Some uh, sinus issues today. We have a special guest, actually, on the phone. Um, I'm going to bring him on right now. Mr. Gary Striner of... Uh, Night of the Living Dead fame. He was a sound engineer, and uh, let's see if he, if he... Are you there right now, Gary? I'm here, David. You are. All right. Well, we have another I legend am. on the show today. <laughs> How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. Well, good. At least one of us is, because the two of us are... We're suffering from some sinus yeah, issues. Yeah, sorry to hear Heather's a little under the weather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, go, go, I don't know what's going on. Some weird sinus thing. Her right side of her brain's hurting. My left side yeah. of my brain's hurting, so... I don't know, that's just the way it uh, works. Oh, you're, you're not feeling well either. Oh, this should be a great one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we share the same show and the same brain sometimes. All right, so let's get into this. Um, again, now we have a short film history here. Um, Autopsy of the Dead, of course, outside of Night of the Living Dead. You did your own uh, Autopsy of the Dead, the sound engineering on that? or? No, 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 no. I was just a, I was just a guest. Just a guest, okay. I was okay. just one of the people they interviewed. Yeah. And so that was done by uh, Jim Sirianella and... Uh, Well, you were a co-producer on Season of the Witch, which is a cult flick. I, I kind of, I, I saw it when I was in college in '91. I guess that one came out in like '71 right. or '73. Is it that old? I'm sorry, Jim Carney. I'm still really bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Okay, now, Season of the Witch. Yes. Go. What's your question? That was well. That was you, you co-produced that one. I did indeed. Yes, you I, did. I did. That was you and um, you and Romero. Was, uh, my third film, actually, with George. Yep, 1971. Yeah. I was I was only one years old when that came out, and Heather wasn't even like an image of anybody's eye yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was um, that was um, sort of my swan song from from uh, Waking Image. After after that project, I moved on and uh, actually went to New American Films to join up again with my brother and John Russo. Yeah, John Russo. Yeah. yeah, he's a friend of ours. He's he's been here. We tortured him for a while too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's okay with you that we tortured him. All right. Well, as far as Swan Song, you you also have a uh, you have this project of yours that well, the first one I'll talk about is Save the Chapel. Mm-hmm. Now that's been going on for a while here. My my boss John Towers was involved for that. He gave some art. He auctioned some art off for that. Um, wh- how okay. what's your what's your involvement there? You're in charge of it. Well, yeah, I I started the uh, I started that whole venture off. Um, Basically, I live in Evans City. Um, I do a thing called the Living Dead Fest, which is sort of in fact sponsoring the, uh, you know, the the, uh, fundraiser for for Hollywood. And, um, you know, we caught wind that, you know, they were going to tear the chapel down because it had fallen into such disrepair and they really didn't have the funds to do anything about it. 
Now, I, just, um, I want to give the audience that doesn't know, like, we have a lot of listeners not from the Pittsburgh area. The chapel is the, the famous chapel from Night of the Living Dead that they want to get rid of. And, uh, so it's still standing right now, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It will stand forever. I mean, we have, we have raised the funds to save it. Yeah, well, Heather wants to... It's not, not going anywhere. Heather wants to make a trip out there Yeah, sometime. I've been wanting to go out that way and check that out, but I just haven't had the chance. We should do that sometime on the show. Absolutely. You want to go with us, Gary? <laughs> Sure, I'd be. I'd love to. We could use your sound engineering. We have a lot of problems here. <laughs> right. Well, I'm a little out of touch with modern technology, sound engineering, I would say that. That's all right. That's why we're not Skyping right now, folks. We wanted to Skype him in. We'll, we'll get you on that sometime. You know, We're just going a la cell phone right now. Um, now, the big one, this is what we really wanted to talk about because it struck a chord with me and Heather. Um, the Hollywood Theater in Dormont is in jeopardy, and you're trying to save that as well. Well, I'm trying to do our part, you know. Right. Uh, obviously, everybody's got to do their part. It's a, it's a huge amount of money that they need to collect for this, and, uh, you know, our, our endeavor is certainly not going to, you know, get them everything they need, but they every bit count. So, it's, yeah, uh, Rich and Sandy are just wonderful people, and, uh, and uh, I just recently, you know, met Chad, and he's right. a great guy too. And, and it's it's Pittsburgh history, you know, and certainly Pittsburgh horror film history. Right. Uh, the, uh, the Hollywood's always been a state supporter of horror, and uh, you know, so they and they've helped us out amazingly in the past. With, you know, tables of horror realm, and about almost, almost exactly a year ago, we had. Uh, we had a fundraiser for the chapel there, which we did really, really well with. So, yeah, it, it, uh, you know, one hand washes the other. We really, really hate to see them go. Yeah, go ahead, Heather. Heather has a question. Oh, um, yeah, I've, I've always heard of the, the Dormont Theater, and I just recently got to go there for the Screen Park premiere. It was the first time I was uh, ever in the theater, and it's so old and like nice and beautiful. Yeah, I thought it was such a nice theater, so it's really sad to hear that. It yeah, we close. we had a blast. We went to the Screen Park uh, premiere, and it was just what a great time—a sellout crowd. And to hear like within a week later, I heard that, there's, that it's in trouble. I, I guess I'm late to the game, but kind of broke our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, me too. But it's it's uh, you know it's it's a fact of life. It's what. Uh, you know, they they do depend on mainstream films to uh, show there, and, and, and obviously that's a, a big part of their, you know, their, the money that they make. And now it's Hollywood doesn't do print anymore. They don't do DVDs. They don't send anything out. It's all, it's all over the Internet. It's all a file, you know. So movies just now come in on a file. And, uh, and so it requires this projection system to be able to, yeah, I wasn't sure if you wanted to touch on that, but yeah, so it's the projector that they that they require because I guess the uh, Motion Picture Association is making all theaters have a uh, digital projector now. Is that the the, the deal? Well, uh, it's it's just it's the industry, you yeah. know. Yeah, the industry is just saying, you know, we're not making film prints anymore, right. and they haven't been making a lot of film prints for a while. You know, uh, most theaters have been been digital in some sorts for quite a while, as, as well as with. You know, uh, the Hollywood. I mean, they they show they do DVD projection there, but this is like one step, well, one major step above that. You know, you can only put a good DVD system in for four to five thousand dollars. You know, this is seven to five thousand dollars. 
Yeah, it was a big part. Uh, Heather just saw the movie uh, Perks of Being a Wallflower. I read the uh-huh, book. Yeah. And what you said it was in the movie itself. Yeah, it was. At, uh, they show the outside of it, and they have like a Rocky Horror Picture Show like performance there. Right. Yeah. You're getting that guy involved. I forget the the, the writer's name escapes me, but you'd think he'd be interested. I have no idea. Hmm. I, I don't know him. I know of him, but I don't know him. It might be uh, worth trying to reach out. It would be nice if BP did something, too. It would be nice if every horror organization in the city did something. Yeah, man. If he he had, like, a signing there, or a book signing at the Hollywood to raise money, that would be great. I I think his name's Steven. Steven. uh, Steven. I can't think of his name. Steven or Nick. I can't remember. I can't remember either. I read the book a long time ago. But, yeah, so what are some of the uh, things going on? I know there's, like, possibly some bands showing up. You have some benefits coming up. Yeah, no, 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 well, I'm only doing one event. That's that's all I'm involved with. Okay. That's, that's uh, a 35 millimeter print screening of Night of the Living Dead Ooh. on uh, oh. March 2nd. March 2nd. Yeah. Uh, I'm okay. writing that down. <laughs> Heather's on it, man. <laughs> March 2nd. Yeah, I mean, okay. It's, it's a very, uh, I, to the best of my knowledge, in the last three years, uh, there have only been three 35 millimeter pr- uh, projections. Night and uh, you know it's just it's the way to see it on the big screen in 35 millimeter. It's, uh, it's it, I don't know it, it takes on a whole other life because that's that's the way it was that's what it was made to do. You know, and I'd say probably 90 percent of the uh, the horror fans that like Night have never seen it on you know more than a flat screen TV in their living room. So <laughs> this is a this is a real big. Uh, big deal, and we have, uh, I think we'll have about eight um, guest uh, cast and crew members from Night Moving Dead. Oh, cool. There. Who's going to be there? Uh, well, Tyra Schoen, Russ Dreiner, George Cassana, uh, Ellen A. Smith, who will be cool, and the only remaining Evans to be cool, uh, Joe Unitas, who did uh, writing work on Night, um, and Paul Richards, who was the ghost zombie that uh, everybody always asks about but never knew. We just found her. Jim Cernel just found her, I guess, last year. And she's living right here in the, in the area. So she's going to be there. Cool. Um, yeah, and another woman by the name of Jackie Faust. We haven't confirmed her yet, but, uh, but I haven't confirmed her. She said she wants to do it. She was like the script supervisor on the film all around helper of things so yeah so there's just um, you know good people uh, have an opportunity we have a uh, a commemorative poster that's being done by a guy by a Terry Cat Terry Callan who's done some other stuff for us and fantastic artist and uh, you know it'll be a good chance for for people to come out get a have a real nice day we're going to have a, a huge silent auction uh, we're taking uh, taking contributions for that now, and there's just been some really nice stuff that people are offering up, artwork and every every imaginable thing, lots of dolls. And yeah, I saw a lot of that. Um, I'm going to be actually sending you some comic books that that I did with my my buddy John. Uh, I'm going to send a, a set of comic books and one of the books that the big book of Bizarro that we took part in. I'm I'm going to put that up there for what it's worth. You know, I'll do my part. Everything, sure, everything, you never know what people like. I mean, uh, I think it, when you do solid auctions, variety is the, uh, the key to it all. Just to, you know, some, some, a lot of different things. Uh, you know, a lot of artists uh, end up uh, 
Yeah, very cool. I, no, we're, I think you can count us in as long as I, I can. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have any prior engagements. March 2nd, that's at the Hollywood in Dormont. So Night of the Living Dead Night, which will be really cool. I mean, I've only ever seen it on TV myself. So, yeah. I mean, right. and with my grandma yeah. when I was like five. <laughs> selling out but yeah i guess you're right i'm gonna have to do that is there a website we could find the tickets or find more information about it um they're on our they're on our facebook page okay. uh, there's a link to it on our facebook page and i'm sure there's a link off of the hollywood uh theater page to uh the tickets i don't have um, I'm a stuff. i don't have any of it off the top of my tongue but yes they're, they are out there Oh, very good. Okay, I'm gonna look into that. That's awesome. Um, I heard like there's some other bands that are possibly doing stuff too. Uh, Venus and Furs, they're a local band, and uh, somebody yeah, else. We, we we decided not to do uh, any any band. Oh really? Too much. Yeah, too much for the for, for what all we got on going on in the time we have going on. Yeah, so uh, uh, there there may be someone playing. It will be an individual playing live, but. Uh, you know, I'll either be a DJ or, or, or a combination of things with no band. Okay, I see. The, the Hollywood's not well set up for bands, and it's, right. just, it's just a diversion from what we're trying to do. And, uh, they were very, you know, bands have been, you know, very, very nice to say, to donate that time and, and to do it, but it just, we're, we, we, if, if it was even a full day, but I mean, we're going to be going from about two till ten, you know, so it's just a very compact time. So difficult to get in all that we have to get in. I don't know if Gotcha. Uh, well, um, what else? What other? Like, actually, the real question I have is, what is the time span that you have to uh, raise this money? Um, that's a question you'd have to ask Chad. Okay. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't. I don't think it's a whole. You know, what's going to start happening is is that the, the, the films that they can get are just going to start to diminish, and all of a sudden, you know, distributors are going to start dropping off left and right. And mm-hmm. and so I, I don't think it's a hard line. I think it's you know it's just at some point in time they're going to have any films to, to show, um, and, unless there's and it becomes very difficult uh, even if you have thirty five projections. Um, because they have what's called a platter projector, which means the whole, you know, all five or six reels of the film are spliced together on one platter. Right, and yeah, I'm aware of that, yeah. People who have archival prints really don't like to have them screened on a platter projection. They don't want their prints spliced or anything else. And so the only way that that 35 uh, situation works is if you have a changeover projector where there's actually and uh, what I understand, and Chad can talk about more about that, but you know that's uh, that's something that they they really want to do down the line. That's like a, a future project because um, then they can they can screen tons and tons of films that are in, uh, that they can only get archival prints. We were really really lucky to find um, a guy out in California that had a print that didn't mind it being tighter. And so that's how we got to do it. But we were doing it in the beginning to uh, do our print. 
it, it's sad to watch those things fade. I mean, we're, we're living in a time where actually CDs are disappearing all of a sudden. Everybody's going oh, digital, yeah. you know. Like I'm still, I still yeah. hold on to my vinyl. I sitting here with Heather, she could see I had vinyl in this room right here. My vinyl albums and stuff, even some cassettes. But nah, I don't use them very much. <laughs> Right, but it's right. sad to see these things disappear. Um, and the Chad that you speak of, Chad Hunter, he is he the owner? Uh, no, he's. Uh, I'm talking about Chad Hunter, who is the uh, general manager of the Hall. Okay, oh, okay, okay, yeah, because I, I actually um I contacted him. He's going to be coming on either next week or the week after and talk about it Great. too. Maybe we can get some uh, people's attention. I don't know. You know, people listen to the show. We'll see. A lot of them aren't local, but even they can uh, donate too. Um, is there? I don't know. Is there an address you can have them send anything they want to auction to? Something you could plug yeah, right now? Yes, yes, they can. Um, if they want to, if they want to donate anything, um, I wish that they would uh, post a picture to our Facebook group. Okay, uh, I've seen that. Which is which is the living dead. Yeah, if you have that again, it. It's the Living Dead Fest, Save the Chapel, Flash Save the Chapel. I don't know the exact URL, but um, if, if, you know, if you just do Save the Chapel or the Living Dead Fest, you'll get to know, uh, on, on Facebook. And on there is a, is a page where you can actually list what you're going to, um, you know, throw a picture up what you're going to donate so people can start viewing this stuff. And then, and then any items can be sent to... The Living Dead Fest, Post Office Box 32, Evans City, PA. Okay. Well, we're going to write that down. Yeah, and it would be nice to have, I would, I would really kind of need to have everything there by the, by the 26th so that we're able to then collect to get, get it all together and lay it out and probably, I'm guessing it will be doing that all on Thursday at Hollywood you know, getting the whole exhibit up. There's going to be a lot of stuff. There's no doubt about it. I mean, already just the, pe- the people who mm-hmm. have posted stuff that, that they want to donate is uh, Very good. Right. I, you know, I talked over the zip code there. What's the Evan City zip code? I, I apologize. Yeah, it's 16033. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, hopefully, no. again, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I appreciate you getting the word out there about it. That's what we do. We it's, try. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a great thing for, for artists, too, because, um, you know, uh, I mean, I just, hey, we had, we had, I don't know how many weeks, it must have been 20 weeks of, of uh, eBay auctions that Derek Reed put together for us, and, and he solicited all this work, and every week there'd be 10 or 12 things that, uh, you know, that got auctioned off on eBay, and we made a ton of money off of that, and it, it, it's a great thing, because not everybody has cash to give, but artists generally can find a print, or they can, you know, find an original piece of art that they have that they'd be willing to give up for good cause, so it's, uh, you know, and, and that stuff really means something, because it's, it's like, you know, to me, it's one-off, and it's, uh, you know, it's stuff that you're probably not going to get to buy or see anywhere else, but maybe but other than possibly maybe on these artists' websites, you know, so it's very special to me. Yeah, uh, well, I, I just hope that we're all successful with this one. I hope you are, too. Uh, what else do you have going on, Gary? What have you been, what have you been up to these days? <laughs> Between the chapel and this, I don't need much else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, they're, they're both pretty much full-time jobs. I mean, the chapel kind of quieted down because we have the money, but then winter came, and <laughs> excuse me, we couldn't do any 
construction on it, but now that's starting to kick back up again because we want to get an early spring jump on, on starting the, uh, the repair and construction on that. So. Well, that's, well, that's good. I mean, at least that's that's a success. It's good to have you know one victory under your belt right now and working on a second oh, one. Yeah. This is going to be a tough one, but what about, I don't know, maybe I'm crazy, but the Kickstart program, I know a lot of people have had success with that, including... They have have an Indiegogo uh, uh, right now, Hollywood. uh, Oh, good. Good, good. And that's the Hollywood Theater in Dormont, folks, uh, whether you live here or not. We have listeners in Australia now. That's kind of (laughs) cool. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I just had a guy from somewhere down south he used to live in Pittsburgh. Now he's in Hollywood. Just walked to Hollywood. He has no contact with it anymore because he was so far away. But he just decided he was going to make buttons and have enough buttons to give away to everybody that came in. And just a little commemorative button, that, you know, has the date. And it's a neat little button, I think. So, yeah. So it's um, it doesn't. You know, this is about horror, and this is about. I mean, I just heard two theaters just. This morning closed. They're just on the morning news. There were two, really? you know, small theaters that closed. And uh, are you hearing that? You know, we only have really three sort of dedicated that I know of. Which we have, uh, well, we have four really. We have uh, we have the Oaks, we have the Hollywood, um, and we have uh, uh, what's the other one in, in uh, oh. Mount Lebanon? The Oh, I know. I can't think. Of it. And we have a Strand Theater up in uh, up in Billion Uncle, which is a little detached from Pittsburgh, but the dentist um, was the other one I was trying to think of. And uh, so, yeah, so we don't want to lose a third or a quarter of the independent theaters we have in the city because they do do good things, and, and Hollywood does do good fundraisers. Yes, and, you know, there's always something you know interesting going on, and I think. I think Chad is uh, is a new, fairly new addition. I think maybe he's been there less than a year, but he's uh, you know very excited and seems very knowledgeable uh, about what he's doing and, and giving that the whole thing a, a direction to you know they're, they're very optimistic about you know the future of the Hollywood if they can get the, this projector. You know, it's, uh, it would be a shame to have it closed down. Well, we'll definitely see what we can do about that, too. I mean, if everybody does their own. I know uh, Chris Rickard at LJ's is a, a big help, too. She's a big supporter. Um, she's a friend of ours. Right, yes, yes, absolutely. She's already she's done it. Yes. Well, you know, it's, it's a good cause, and, um, and, and this particular event is a great cause, you know, a great fundraiser. She happens to like Night of Living Dead. You know, it doesn't. <laughs> We don't have very many of these events. Uh, you know, the guests, all these guys do signings at conventions all over the country, but it's very rare that it happens here locally. I mean, Horror Realm is it's really the only uh, sort of horror convention, pure horror convention outlet here. And, uh, you know, they, they can't do that every year either because that dries up and wears out a little bit. So it's a, it's a very special screening for sure. That's going to be awesome. I, I think you can... What do you think, Heather? Are you going to make it out for that one? Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm going to really try. Yeah. Sounds like a good time. It does sound like something we're going to do. Well, I want to thank you for coming on, uh, Mr. Gary Streiner. Um, any, you can come back anytime if you ever have something you want to talk about. And uh, we'll get the word out. And uh, appreciate your time. Excellent. Well, thanks for having me on. And I guess the important thing about all of it is to 
Hollywood. Absolutely, yeah. Save the Hollywood Theater in Dormont. All right, well, we're going to do it all part. All right, well, you have a good night. And you do the same. All right, we'll talk again. Thanks for having me. See ya. All right, you take care. Bye-bye. Nice guy. Yeah. Very nice guy. That's good. Yes. Um, well, it's sad, though, to see something like that happen. I, I don't know. I, it is. I, it's it's kind of, like, equivalent to, like, for me, like, a record store closing, you know? That, it's no, that, that, like, sadness that... See, you stabbed me right in the heart. Right yeah, there, see? I, I mean, that's where I, my hangout was record stores when I was a kid. That's all you did. I mean... Yeah, and it's it's sad. Like, I, I moved here, what, like... I've been living here, like, I guess two years now, I guess it would be. And I just discovered the Dormont Theater when we went to the Screen Park screening. Which was a great and time. I was like, this is such a cool theater, you know, I want to come back and see something else, and now right. to find out it's closing is really sad. I know, we were looking at the calendar, and they, they were showing anything from Jaws to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, yeah. but all these movies that a lot of people may have missed along the way on the big screen, and we could have had a chance. I find it very sad, but I don't know, maybe we need to contact that Perks of being a wallflower guy and, and yeah, tell him, hey, Yeah, man. I mean, we should. <laughs> I just watched that movie, it was pretty good. I should try to contact him and see if maybe he wants to... Let's do it. Do something. Right. Sounds like a cost. Yeah. Um, anybody out there uh, know how to contact him? <laughs> Please yeah. give, give me a call. <laughs> Tell uh, him to call us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, get in touch with the guy. I mean, really, if it, it was a big part of his life, and it was a big part of the book. That was a good book. Um, pretty heavy stuff. I've never read the book. I've just seen the movie. Yeah, I read it, uh, I guess, oh God, eight years ago, I think. I don't know. But yeah, very strong book. But yeah, well, we'll do what we can, I guess. And don't forget the chapel. We'll have to head out there sometime. I know we keep talking about it. The Night of the Living Dead Chapel. But that was Mr. Gary Streiner, sound engineer of Night of the Living Dead, the original. And um, check out Season of the Witch sometime. He co-produced that one. It's a very culty, um, atmospheric movie as far as horror movies are concerned. I liked it. But then I, I'm a big fan of Let, Let's Scare Jessica to Death, which is like a very atmospheric movie. And you could tell just by the graininess of the, of the film. And it's like 1972, so way before my time. I definitely recognize the cover of that. I've yeah. seen the cover before. Been around. Well, that's Romero, you know, and I guess they, they work together on that as well. All right, well, I'm um, going to end on a, on a, 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 well, I guess a strong note. We're going to play a tune right, right now from some new friends of mine, um, a band called Curse the Wicked. And, um, uh, well, let's play it and then... Uh, Get your point of view on it. I happen to love the song, and I, I think I think Heather does too. But we'll see in a second. We'll get back to you in just a second here. Now this man 
was Curse the Wicked with Deathwind, and I, I should have played it for you before the show. <laughs> yeah. But what did you think of that? The Deathwind really blew my hair back when, <laughs> when it started blaring from the speakers. No, it, it had like a Lamb of God feel to it for oh, me, like, like with the guitars and stuff. That's my new friend Mike DiNardo. Uh, yeah, Curse the Wicked. They're going to be playing, uh, let's see here, I think it's February um, February 8th at the Moose. Let me see here. Um, I could be wrong. Um, oh, well. The Smiling Moose. The Smiling Moose. Yeah, let's see here. They are playing. Oh, man. Sorry, guys. But anyway, it was really a good song. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's the Chaotic Simplicity Show, February 8th at the Smiling Moose. So I was right. They're opening for Shatter Messiah. Shatter Messiah. Uh, they're kind of a Dream Theater-ish type band. Uh, a little heavier. I, better, if you ask me. But um, yeah, Curse the Wicked, I just, I like their pure metal sound. Like you said, Lamb of, Lamb of God, good stuff, good stuff. <laughs> yeah. It made you choke just then. Yeah. Well, it did blow her hair back, It guys. did. Yeah. My hair's really long, too, so it took All a lot right. of wind to do that. Well, say goodnight. Goodnight. <laughs> Some Lucello, okay? Okay, let's settle that. Welcome to Sarah Talk Solutions. Ladies and gentlemen, you've tuned into a bit of a different type of show. I'm Sarah B and I'm your host. You can find me on my IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. I talk about amazing, relevant conversations and topics and what functions that goes on in this magical, wonderful, wonderful city of the City of Angels. My IG, which is Aussie underscore Sarah underscore LA. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric acid.